0: it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Shit. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Reco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton postgame Game Show.
1: All right, well, it's kind of crappy outside on this Monday in New York City, but it's glorious in here. Well, whatever. Uh, Jerry now with you, uh, post-game post-show podcast, and a couple of good guests. And I think it was Devin Still, formerly of the Bengals, I guess now with the Texans, um, came in today and spoke with Boomer and Craig in studio, and they brought ice cream. They did. That was from who? That was from Dairy, Dairy Queen, Queen, which is pretty damn good. And I was very impressed that you said no thank you to the nice lady. Eddie was like, oh, please, I'll take two. And uh, I enjoyed listening to Craig and Boomer speak to him as they were eating the ice cream cone. And as I was watching Eddie eat it, it made me think that we are really not separated from other animals by much. Because right. watching Eddie wrap his tongue around that cone was kind of a frightening sight.
2: Yes. Uh. Yeah, always people eating ice cream cones. That's one reason why I will not accept an ice cream cone, because I don't want to be licking it. Because it's just a weird look to see someone lick an ice cream cone.
1: And let's be honest, and I've said this to you off the air, and I'll say it with the microphones on. There is not a guy out there that does not walk the boardwalk in Point Pleasant, maybe go to a hockey game with his girl at Madison Square Garden. There's not a guy out there that doesn't look at a woman eating an ice cream cone and have dirty thoughts. Right. It's just not possible.
2: But if you do say that, and that is true, Jerry, when guys see uh, women licking an ice cream cone, it looks sexual. Yes, it does. I also could not not imagine Eddie licking a man when he was licking his <laughs> ice cream cone. I mean, it just it is what it is. I look at people like they put their tongue all the way out and just... <laughs> they 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 put the tongue all the way out and roll the cone on it. Uh-huh. And then sometimes they just take the entire cone into their (laughs) mouth and then slowly pull it out. It's so disgusting. That's why I like put my ice cream in a cup. Do you
1: think, and I mean this, blow pops have been around for how long? Long I know time. Tootsie Roll Pops have been around a long yes, time. Yes, long time, Jerry. you think that was like a goof calling it a blow pop? A blow pop? man. <laughs> <laughs> now, I get the fact it's that like, it's bubble gum, you blow bubble. I get that. Let's see if we can get away with calling it a blow pop. I mean, that's another one. Yeah. A poor girl, woman, puts a lollipop in her mouth, and she's going to town on that thing.
2: Yeah, but guys love to do that, too. If you gave Eddie a Tootsie Roll Pop, he'd be like...
1: But here's the difference, at least for me. If I eat a lollipop, the lollipop goes in, and it pretty much stays there. Right. I'm not taking it with the hand. You're not going (laughs) in and out of your mouth with the lollipop. (laughs) No, I'm not doing that. Yeah, it's disgusting. You're not making love to the lollipop. Right. Like some people do. And so these are things and visions. Ladies, if if there are any women out there listening, and I tell my wife this all the time, guys, this is how guys think. And if you don't think that we think that way, you're fooling yourself.
2: I went out to dinner with my girlfriend the other day, and it was one of these restaurants where, you know how when you leave, you could get a mint? Oh, sure. They had lollipops. And a gentleman at the table next to us, an older guy, must have uh, gone out and come back in because he was sitting at the table with the lollipop in and out, in (laughs) and out, in and out of his mouth. And that's all we were watching the entire time. It's It's entertaining. Yeah, him just going at it on that lollipop. And then you're just thinking things you shouldn't be thinking. Yes, It's disgusting, Jerry.
1: (laughs) Lollipops. Jerry,
2: here's something for you. Another story from Florida. Oh, okay. A guy who got caught speeding told Lake County Sheriff's deputy he was racing home to go to the bathroom. Stop. And then it ended up urinating and defecating in the back of the officer's patrol car. Are you kidding? So my question to you is this, Jerry. Have you ever had to go to the bathroom so bad, stuck in your car, that you started to contemplate? where you would go and what procedure you would use well,
1: well first of all the defecating but no never, So you've never been, had a never, never poop. in my life has that been an issue to where it's been so horrendously bad that Really never See, never I once See I have started
2: thinking like okay if I if I had to pull over to the side of the road and poop just on the road <laughs> would I I then have a beach blanket in my trunk would I then use that
1: No I've never I've never I have even thought, thought about it I have but the other one, having team. to urinate, yeah. With all these trips I take with Columbia, and I, as I've said many times, I can't travel with the team because of the job responsibilities. For so when they go for a Friday night game up to you know Dartmouth, they go Thursday. Well, I've got to work Thursday, and they'll go at eleven a.m. Thursday. I'm working till noon Thursday, and I got to work Friday. So the most recent time would be last year, and it was Dartmouth. I believe it was going to Dartmouth. I had to go, as and there's there's a point of no return right. to where there's no more rest stops, where you are maybe 100 miles of just trees and some random exits where there might be a McDonald's and there might not be. So um, I got caught in between to where I'm sitting. I'm like, ah, 40 miles, I can do it. Well, 40 miles is 40 minutes. And I had to go pretty bad when I passed the last exit, and I thought there was one more there wasn't. And so what do you do? I took the next exit. Pulled over to the side of the road, right in a cup.
2: Right. And what are you going to do? And you used your car to block the the traffic from seeing you. No, I just wasn't worried about anybody. No, no, I didn't get out of the car. Oh, you didn't? In the car.
1: Wow. In the car. And so I always have, I mean, I've got, I mean, geez, six water bottles on my car at any given time. You're ready to go. Yeah. But the key is you've always got to keep one that's got an opening a little bit bigger than, a, like, a Poland spring bottle. Right. You need one that's got a, you know, a good-sized cap. Like, they have always said Snapple bottles are very good. Yes. Now, I'll give you an example. Or Gatorade. Very good. Thanksgiving night, and you can check this. Anybody, feel free to tweet at Rich Ackerman. I don't know what his handle is, but Rich Ackerman will vouch for this.
2: It's at, at germaphobe. No, it's not at germaphobe.
1: Oh. You know what? While we're doing this, and I'm telling the story, I'll get you his Twitter account. Oh, all right. I would love for you people to actually verify this. So... Thanksgiving night, I would say 1998, I was still producing, board hopping, stuff like that. And I got caught on a Thanksgiving. I figured I was on at midnight. I'll leave at 10, like a normal night. I'll get there at 11. And I had made some calls already for some guests, but, you know, who knew, right? Well, I get stuck on trying to get over the Triborough Bridge in traffic like you can't imagine to where, let's just say I showed up here, here, it was in Queens at the time, I showed up at the radio station at about 12.15 with urine down my leg and all over my pants because you tried doing it in a quote-unquote Poland spring bottle or a water bottle with that small little cap. Can't do it. And not have it just drip all over and miss. And I walked in, and I knew Rich was going to be annoyed because I was late. And I told him I'd be there at 11. We had to tape a spot at 11.30, and we had no cell phone. I didn't have a cell phone at the time. So I showed up at 12.15. And I could see him seething when I walked in. I'm like, I don't wanna hear it. I don't wanna hear it. And he's like, Well, you said. And I turned around, I opened my jacket, and I'm like, I peed on myself. <laughs> nice job, Jerry. And that was the end of it. So, at, it's very easy, at Rich Ackerman. He will verify that story because to this day he still asks me, ab- asks me about it. I would think you'd also get some type of backsplash
2: going into a bottle with a lot of force because when you have to go to the bathroom badly, it's a
1: lot of force. Let's just say I washed the car the next day. He did. It was awful. I mean, you're missing the bottle, and then, not to be too graphic, but it's, but it's true. I mean, this is just human stuff. Human nature, Jerry. Well, I was going to say, yeah, it's just life. Oh, life. When you stop the flow... And you're not quite ready, which no, is amazing it's not good. to me, right? You have a twenty ounce bottle. That bottle fills up, and you're still going. Where is it? It's in your bladder. Your bladder is expanding. But why? Why don't I look like you know Jabba the Hut? It's like a balloon expanding. So right. Anyway, I had gotten to the point on that ride where I had gotten to the end of the bottle. It had to stop, and then as you stop, and then you relax. I'm as oh, it's bad. It was disgusting.
2: You ever uh, when you're at home, even, and you're peeing, and you have to sneeze, that hurts. Don't think I've ever had that happen. It has happened to me. Huh? It hurts because you are really cutting off the flow immediately. That the contraction that you make with the sneeze cuts it off, and it hurts.
1: Good thing that's never
2: happened. So uh, sometimes when I'm peeing and I feel like I have to sneeze, I have to concentrate on not sneezing. Because I know the pain of the start and stop, or the stop and start. It's not good. Either it isn't way, good. it's not good. It's not healthy, Jerry. No,
1: no, it's not healthy. Here's it's something awful. for you. Oh, okay.
2: Uh, a, a neighbor in this uh, neighborhood. I don't know. You see me try to stall there in this neighborhood, Jerry. <laughs> I don't know where this was, but it was either a condo association or a um, apartment complex where uh, I guess a neighbor was having uh, sex and making a lot of noise. <laughs> okay. So the neighbors got together and wrote this guy a letter pretty much saying, we are happy for you that you're getting action, but keep, please keep it quiet. We all can hear you. That would be embarrassing. I know somebody who was told um, that they were being louder than... Really? Like I think the way that the neighbor put it was... You are aware that sound travels in this neighborhood more than usual, correct? (laughs) As like a way to say... Sure. Zip it with your sexual liaisons.
1: I guess if that's where you live, that's tough.
2: That's tough If your neighbors Like, have you ever been
1: in a hotel where either you or your girlfriend or... The people next to you where are you just hear so loud. Yes. Have right. you ever had it where the girl you're with is so loud that you almost are like, all right, this is getting a little embarrassing?
2: No, Jerry. I've never, I don't make girls make any uh, noises. <laughs> <laughs> but I did hear, I got woke up one time by uh, people next door to me in a hotel. You have? Yeah.
1: Now, was it from the clanging of the bed? Or no. Or was it the girl?
2: The girl was uh, moaning. It's yeah,
1: never the guy. That's it's good. the girl.
2: I don't want to hear a guy moaning, Jerry. I not
1: you do or you don't. I'm just saying it's always the girl.
2: Yeah, it was a girl.
1: And were you into that, or was that did that wake you up and bother you?
2: No, waking me up was um, kind of soothing, right? It's very soothing, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And the amount of time it went on for, I was like, what is going on there?
1: Yeah, that's clearly not me. Not me, right?
2: <laughs> I do not take that much time.
1: No, do you wait for the guy to congratulate him? <laughs> no, to no. See him?
2: I mean, I'm sure I fell back to sleep, but I was, yeah, definitely. When you then leave your hotel, you're eyeballing to see who's going in and out.
1: I ever tell you the story? <laughs> I was down the shore. Friend of mine, my friend of mine was very active, right? And so he had two beds in his room, nice. uh, which was kind of outside, it was like a screen house that had a lock on it. And so I go down there for the week. One night, one night we go out and he meets a girl, and that was the end of the night. The night went well, all good. So we go back to his place, midnight, one o'clock in the morning, whatever. I think it was seventeen, and I follow. We go to sleep, and we had a couple of drinks, nothing crazy. We weren't doing that, but I wake up at like two o'clock in the morning. I hear like this this low moaning what is that? And it's him (laughs) with her right next to me on the bed. No, that's not right. Like literally five feet. And it's like a train wreck. Like you can't, you're trying to go to sleep, but now you're up. And then you're sitting there thinking, he's five feet from me. Yeah, I don't like that. She's there. She's got nothing on. And it's like, what do you do? Do you watch? No, you pretend you're sleeping. That's what I would do. So I tried that. The problem is, it's impossible. I'd be like... (sighs) I didn't even make the noises like I was sleeping. You would try that.
2: (laughs) Can't do it. Jerry, you and I are always talking about how we're going to be starting our own business. We'd
1: like to, yes. We'd
2: like to. But one of the things I always think about is like, there's no way I'm going to be able to do. All the accounting with it. Yeah. And I was actually uh, reading my Money Magazine, which I actually do subscribe to. I know you do. And it was talking about all about how to start your own business. And one (laughs) of the things they were talking about is doing your own accounting. Mm. And one of the things they recommended was to try FreshBooks. And that's exactly what I'm here to tell you about, Jerry, why you should try FreshBooks. It's easy to use cloud accounting software that helps small business like you, Jerry, Get organized, save time, invoicing, and get paid faster.
1: And here are like some of the examples that you're talking yeah. about because this is this is tremendous. Like invoicing, right? Yes. you can accept credit cards like Visa, Mastercard, Amex from your clients. Get paid in a flash. They've got like expenses. Know where your money is with all your expenses neatly stored in FreshBooks. How about time tracking? Capture every second of your time with FreshBooks mobile apps and timesheets. How about estimates? Mm-hmm. We'll set expectations with estimates that let you and your client easily discuss project details. And, and how about support? That's always very important. We're talking about oh, cloud support. stuff, right? Yeah. We'll connect with FreshBooks award-winning support in a jiffy. Just call or email and support Rockstar. We'll get the case. That's pretty cool right there. Yeah, it's we're an talking, actual person. We're talking FreshBooks, and they are offering our listeners a free 30-day, this is the key word, unrestricted trial, no credit card required. Go to com slash uh, post-game. postgame and yeah. enter postgame in the how did you hear about us section yeah. when you sign up. So I'm with you. We got to get one of these businesses off the ground, and we yes. start with FreshBooks.
2: I'm going to start with FreshBooks. And here's the other cool thing that FreshBooks has, mobile apps, Jerry. You love a mobile app for have your phone, it. for your uh, tablets, whether you have iPads or Androids. They've got a FreshBooks app for your telephone, Jerry.
1: And I think me and you are going to be worldwide at some point. At some point, yeah. How about the fact with FreshBooks payroll in all 50 states, They have FreshBooks Zen Payroll works together. I like that. We here's, can be national.
2: Here's the, I'm pretty stupid when it comes to things, especially accounting. In fact, I actually failed it at Middlesex Community College. <laughs> but here's how easy FreshBooks is. You snap a picture of your receipts to easily log your expenses on your phone using the FreshBooks It really is
1: good, man. FreshBooks.com, it's awesome.
2: Yeah, FreshBooks.com slash postgame, and then you enter our show postgame in the how did you hear about us section. And then you'll probably become multimillionaires, and you can thank Jerry and I for that. I like that. Then they'll owe us something. Jerry, you're a fan of Pearl Jam.
1: I do like Pearl Jam. The rock group. Yeah.
2: Uh, They're going to be giving out limited edition Pearl Jam earplugs at some of their upcoming shows.
1: Is that for like the guys that tour with them, the fans that want to hear them but they have the people having sex in the room next to them?
2: No, no, no. This is for when you go to a show, no. you wear earplugs, which I have seen Why? most of my life and I do not understand
1: it. Well, I don't now for what is for people that are standing next to speakers
2: or no, something? No. People just say that sometimes going to concerts is too loud and they don't want to damage their hearing, so they wear wear earplugs. I don't understand. that. Can you
1: hear through the earplugs? Muffled. It's got to be muffled. Well, that takes away the experience for me.
2: Yes. Uh, listen, if you're going to, if you're like you said, if you're on tour with Pearl Jam and you're a roadie and you're or you're down in front doing security. Yes, you have totally to wear the ear. It. If you're going to one Pearl Jam show and you're not going to another show for another six months, yeah. is it really damaging your hearing that much? And if so, shouldn't you just stay home,
1: Jerry? Uh, I would think so. The people that have their damage, their hearing damage are people like us that wear headphones extraordinarily loud for yes. four hours a day, not once a year or once every right. three or four months, no. I don't think, anyway.
2: Now, that being said, if you're a Pearl Jam fan, it would be pretty cool to have Pearl Jam labeled earplugs. Yeah,
1: except how are they giving them out? Is it like a contest? I'm not sure how
2: they're giving them out. I think they're just, maybe when you enter the uh, arena, you might be able to get them.
1: Oh, that's kind of cool. Are they touring anytime soon? They are going back out on tour, yeah. That is one of the, obviously Nirvana I never saw either, but that's one of the few bands that I've really enjoyed over the last 25 years that I've never seen.
2: Yeah, I've never seen them live either, and I'm not sure I want to sit through Pearl Jam, be honest with me. You wouldn't want to. I don't know. Why is that? I don't know. I, I kind of feel like Pearl Jam is one of those groups where um, they don't want to play their hits and songs we know, so they're just gonna run through a bunch of songs I've never
1: heard of. You know that would. Now I went to a Bruce concert once. Yeah, only one I ever went to. And I left after two and a half hours because <laughs> he opened with a song we knew. Right. And then went two hours of new stuff and really like archived old stuff yeah. to where the real Bruce people were like I mean, Loving they were it. having erections. It was so and I'm sitting like, What is this?
2: Right. And I think that's who's going to Pearl Jam shows now. The guys See, that would get erections over the you know, B sides and hidden tracks. I wouldn't want to go then. Fan well, club How do you know, only though, if you, CDs. Don't go, you know Well you
1: do track the playlists. Yeah, you do can you track do the You do that, code. don't you? I do. Yeah, you and you. Know who else does that? I track playlist. Still does that every day. Your boy Chris Russo. Oh, the Bruce stuff. He looks at plays plus song lists yeah. every day when, I they, do, when he's on concert. Yeah, on so Bruce tour. is on
2: tour now, and he's doing the River album, which was a double album. He's doing it straight through all the way through, really in order.
1: And he's doing the same thing every show. Every show. Okay. Well, and he's and then he's doing
2: then he's doing other songs. So I do check the set list to see what other songs he's doing. Right. But the first, you know, whatever it is, 18 songs are the same in order every night. And I wonder how does how is that for a performer to do? Easy. And I would think maybe it's like doing a musical, a play. You're doing the same thing in order every yeah. night.
1: I mean, listen, he's got... The one thing I took from the show is everything that anybody's ever told me about seeing him in, in person and yes. live. is He's got as much energy as any 60-year-old you will ever see in your life. And that came across loud and clear. He looked like a guy, whether he was faking it or not, I'll never know but he looked like a guy that genuinely still enjoyed being on stage in front of what was 60,000 people that night. I went to see him at Giant Stadium or whatever. It was Giant Stadium. This is a long time ago. This was before the new stadium was built. He really seemed like he still enjoyed it. Now, I've seen Bob Dylan go up there, and clearly it was a paycheck for him. Um, I've seen – see, I saw Dave Matthews once at Giant Stadium, and I thought it was one of the worst shows I'd ever seen because he didn't play any music. He just wanted a jam. I hate jam, Jerry. He came out with Little Ants. Is that one of the song, right? Uh, Ants, Ants Marching. Marching. Came out with that, <laughs> and everybody it was great. Yeah. And then he's like, you know, hang with us for a few minutes. We're going to jam. And, and like a half hour later, I'm like, let's go. I can't sit through
2: this anymore. But Bruce Springsteen will do that, too, where he'll play long versions of his songs, which I, if you only have one or two albums out and you, you need to stretch out a night, I get having to play longer versions of songs. But when you're a Bruce Springsteen who's been around for like 40 years, let's go. You got a ton of hits. Let's go. Let's get through them. Instead of like a 17-minute version of Glory Days, you know, I don't need that.
1: you your weird question, though, and I mean this. Do you think he is capable of pulling a song from a, a 1978 album that he hasn't done much? Do you think he even knows the words to it without refreshing himself?
2: I will tell you this. Uh, one thing I've noticed the last few years with Bruce Springsteen, he's got the lyrics scrolling by on a computer so down then, at his feet when you watch him sing now he'll constantly keep looking down
1: that answers my question at the lyrics there's so many lyrics out there so, and many. so many songs he's done he probably doesn't even remember some of the songs he wrote and recorded
2: but i see him doing it even with songs that you would think he knows by like heart Bart in the
1: usa things like that
2: where really? i see him glancing
1: down at that thing That's interesting interesting you would think the popular ones right if the crowd can do it You've recorded them and sung them how many times? Many
2: times. But he's getting older, Jerry. He's he's like 60.
1: You have those issues, right? I mean, you have all those great songs.
2: All my great songs? Yeah, I never remember the lyrics. Like if I ask you right now,
1: give me Mike Pelfrey, belt out of Mike Pelfrey. Could you do it?
2: Uh, Just the chorus. Much probably like Bruce. I can't do the the verses. They're very difficult. You've become a shell of yourself, (laughs) Al. And one last thing here, Jerry. A (laughs) new study. I know you love study. Oh, From Pornhub. No, no, no. Oh. Between Facebook, Twitter... And other things. How many minutes a day are people wasting at work? Uh, how many minutes? Yeah, uh, in an average eight-hour work two hundred and ten minutes. This claims only fifty minutes. I don't believe that. For I don't a believe second. that either. Do not believe that. That's I walk around here. People are on Facebook constantly. I'm talking about office work. right? Sure, not the uh, schlubs, which where you could see, argue is part of our But between
1: the phone and your and your computer screen, there's no way that it's only fifty right. minutes. Right. That's possible. what I think. People spend their lunch break on Facebook, right? But now, that doesn't count because that's world. that's your that's your time. But you tell me you walk around an office and you tell me you don't see people on their phone, right? It's it's a it's really. you talk about wasted time and money. Yes, my dad tried at his place, putting phones, not allowing them in. Didn't go well.
2: Yeah, it doesn't go well.
1: But he was he's one where him and the guy who owns the company really annoyed with the lack of production. And you walk by and you see these people, especially the younger ones. Right. No one's working. Nobody's working. So most we people are, are working. working. <laughs> That's why we did this podcast. Yeah, most people are working half days. I think I'm going to go now because I've been in here a while. Oh, okay. And at some point, this is going to come to an end. Okay. I spend more time. Oh,
2: peace out. Bye.
0: It's the Boomer and Carton Post Game Show. Whoa! With the real stars of the show. Al and Jerry.